In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Ijishesan, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. I'm speaking on what I tie to auction for power and wisdom. There are two dimensions of the anointing which are so important. You know, some shout power while some shout wisdom. But really, you can marry both. It's going to take a marriage of power and wisdom to experience all that God has for you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 22, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22, the Bible says, it said, the Jews require a sign or they request a sign and the Greeks, they seek after wisdom. But in verse 24, it says, but to those who are called, the ecclesia, the called out one, the believers, is that to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So rather than saying, all I need is power like the, like, like, like the Jews or, or saying like the Greek, I just need some wisdom. He said, you can actually have both of them. Because you will need both of them to be effective. Now, the, in, in verse 24 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, you, the word Christ there is from the Greek word Christo, the anointed one. And following it, he said, Christo, the dunamis, and the wisdom, the sophia of God. Letting you know that the, the anointing of God has two major streams. There is a stream of power and there is a stream of wisdom. And for you to be effective in life, you will need both streams. There are going to be instances that you will need the power of God to be at work. The miraculous, supernatural power of God breaking the chains, setting you free, releasing you to all that God has for you. And there are going to be instances that what you need displayed is the wisdom of God. The know-how that decodes things, that puts you in a position to know what to do. To be able to apply the truths of God efficiently and effectively. Christ is the power and the wisdom. And you are a Christian with Christ in you. The spirit of Christ literally lives in you 24-7. So you have access to both streams. The power and the wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, God wants to raise an army of people that will literally walk into every space manifesting him. 
God does not want any space dominated by twisted people. To let you know the kind of evil world we are living in right now. In the last few days, look at, you know, all the screams all over our nation and the nations of the world. Just because of the abortion situation. Uh, listen. It just shows the depth of evil and wickedness that a generation has absorbed. That killing of babies, you know, listen, whether they are born, you don't have a right to kill. Write it down. You know, just write it down. I don't have a right to kill. Thou shalt not murder. It's as simple as that. All this technicality and useless debate, I'm not interested in it. You don't have a right to kill. So I said, what about the people that are raped? It's unfortunate. But the product has a destiny. It's my body. But it's a life. And the moment that life comes in, you ought to respect it. But to show the level of evil and wickedness our world has come into, a lot of people are screaming I mean, although without the law, not people will still do it. Even the nations where they have laws against it, people get it done. But I don't even want to get into all that. But I just want you to realize that we're in a world that things have become so twisted because there have been layers of evil for generations. And in the name of modernization and civilization, evil has become a Part, a major part of our way of life without realizing it to the extent that what is wrong can now be argued as right and you know majority will say yes it's right it's no longer wrong and for you to be effective in such a world you will need more than the natural because there are going to be pharaohs that will need to be thrown out of the palace. And there are going to be somewhere, I mean, there are going to be souls that are no longer effective. Though there was a time they were working with God, but now they are working against God. And God will say, I need them out of the palace and I need a David in the palace. And when God says, I need a David in the palace, it's not because of the experience of the David. It's because that David is open to walking within. Is it not interesting that God went for a David that was literally unexperienced? So unexperienced that when they were going to war, they did not even consider taking him along because he was too young. Even his own father did not consider him to be you know, somebody that should be on the list of to be anointed when Samuel, the prophet, came to the house. And yet, God said, this David is the one. Who is the David this morning? Oh my God. I said, who is the David this morning? Because God told me last week, he said, go and anoint new kings. Who is the David this morning? Come on, who is ready to walk into the palace and dominate for Jesus? If you are a David in your generation, shout, I am the David that is ready to rule. And when you're talking about ruling, ruling in this context is not dominating people, but it's serving the purpose of God. 
Because at the end of the day, when it was going to be reported, I mean, concerning the activities of David, Acts chapter 13, verse 36, he said, after David had served his own generation. So his service, not I'm the boss. God is not looking for bosses. He's looking for people that will serve his purpose to a generation. That's what we're about. That's what God, that's the agenda of God. But to serve his purpose to a generation, you will need a combination of wisdom and power. Are you ready for what God has for you this morning? Somebody say wisdom. Come on, shower. Say wisdom. Power. In first John chapter 2 and verse 20. First John chapter 2 and verse 20. First John chapter 2 and verse 20. The Bible says. He said, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Some of you, your translation, if you have the old King James, it says, for you have an auction from the Holy One. So the word anointing and the word auction are literally the same. So what is called anointing is also called the auction. So whether your Bible says auction or it says the anointing, it's the same thing. And he says, you, the believer, you have an anointing. You know, there's a consciousness of I'm anointed. Now, if I say your pastor is anointed, will you believe? Come on, talk to me. Will you believe? But if I say you are anointed, will you believe? Lift up your hands and shout, I'm anointed. Come on, scream it. Say, I am anointed. Come on, shout it like you believe. Say, I am anointed. Get on your feet and shout, I am anointed. Say after me, say, I am anointed to deal effectively in a wicked world. Shout it again, say, I am anointed. There must be an acknowledgement of the oil of God over your life. In fact, the same way you are confessing every morning, have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, add it to it. I'm anointed. Because you are going to be facing a world that is wicked. And without the anointing, you cannot be successful. Shout it again, I am anointed. He said, you have an auction from the Holy One. I'm anointed. You may be seated. In Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27, the Bible says, on that day shall his body be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the skills. Because of your expertise, because of your experience, because of your education, exposure. Ladies and gentlemen, I respect your degree, your certificate. There are some levels <laughs> that your education cannot undo. It's because of the anointing. And we're in that day that we will need the anointing to remove the bodies and destroy the yoke. We will need the anointing to solve problems. We will need the anointing to be relevant in our space. I'm not just interested in preaching about the anointing on a Sunday morning like this. Then we lay hands on you and you fall under the power and you laugh in the Holy Ghost. And that's all to the anointing. But I'm looking for a generation that will walk into their workplace on Monday with the anointing and solve problems. Tuesday, delivered by the anointing. Wednesday, executed by the anointing. Thursday, function by the anointing. Saturday, they are still anointed. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. So there must be a consciousness that what you receive from God is meant to be deployed into your world. 
it must impact your world. There must be something about you that must separate you from the rest of the people. People in your office must know that there's something on you that commands authority. Every time you stand to talk in a board meeting, somebody must know there's something about that guy. Something extraordinary, something extra, something special, something unusual, something not ordinary. I don't care how many people are doing the same business with you. Your own delivery must be different. Lift up your two hands and shout, I am anointed. If all to the anointing is to fill the goosebumps, then it's a waste. Oh my God, it feels good. Hallelujah. If you're a sales executive, the anointing must reflect in your sales. If you're a manager, your management must be different. Are you talking to, are, are you listening to me? I'm anointed. I deliver by the anointing. I function by the anointing. Bodies are removed by the anointing. Yokes are destroyed by the anointing. Just this morning, I was talking to my manager about contractors. I mean, I mean, I have a real estate company and contractors are, they are very interesting. It takes the anointing to deal with contractors. Pastor Boy, you know what I'm talking about. Contractors have dealt with black, Hispanic, white. And I realized there's a demon across the board. There was a time I thought it was just black. I wanted to realize, I mean, there are Hispanic contractors full of demons. And they are all over the field. I remember I, there was a time one was running with my $40,000. Just disappeared. And I went online and I saw reviews. Jesus. And the guy you needed to see, even my wife met him. He was proper. He even came to the church office to see me. He said the right words. The guy is full of demons. You might have crossed all your T's and dot all your eyes, And yet, somebody full of demons jumps in and messes things up. But I prophesy over somebody that in this season, by the anointing, you will stand out. Amen. Somebody shout, I'm anointed. Amen. Apparently, I was carried away because I was listening to the anointing. Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, it said that anointing will teach you. If I was listening, I should have picked it up. That just because he had all the, you know, he brought all the, you know, bonded. You know, some of you think once they are bonded, they are licensed. This one was bonded and licensed. But, but the moment I saw, oh, he's bonded, he's licensed, oh, he's a proper guy. I, could, I did not listen again. I was carried away by the facts and the documents he presented. Not realizing this is a fraud. This is a scam. And it applies in every field. The demons all out there. Messing up people's application, people's, you know, productivity. Why declare by the Holy Ghost? In this season, by the anointing of the Spirit, you will have capacity to design, to recognize, to deploy, and to win in life. Lift up your two hands one more time and shout, I am anointed. So the anointing is not just for removing sickness. The anointing is also for making profit. What's the point? We remove all your sickness, but you are still broke, busted, and disgusted. With your whole body, there's no, nothing in your pocket. It's very frustrating. 
But I'm more interested in the anointing that will not just remove the sickness of my body, but the anointing that will fill up my pocket, the anointing that will give me a voice in the community, the anointing that will make me relevant, the anointing that will make me influential, the anointing that will help me to represent Christ in my field. Lift up your hands one more time and shout, I am anointed. So when we're talking about the anointing, it's not just about falling down and <laughs> glory to God and running all over the place. We can do all that, but we do more than that. We get results. Is somebody listening to me? We get results. I speak by the Holy Ghost. After today, your capacity for results multiplies. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear it. I say after today, your capacity for results multiply. Yeah. So there's auction for power. Because in some instances, you will need raw power. The body removing you, destroying power. And there will be instances that what you need is the ability to know what to do. So there are instances that the power needs to remove the body and there are instances that is wisdom to decode the difficult situation. And we're all, we're all fixed. I mean, we, 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 we get situations like that on a regular basis. Things to decode. Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. You know, Daniel knew something about this anointing. And look at what he said in Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. He said, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. So it's not just might. There's an anointing of might. But there are times what you need is the anointing of what? Wisdom. But you are so blessed that it does not just carry might, it also carries wisdom. 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 People will just look at you and like, wow, you're smart. But what they don't realize is that your smartness is not just natural. It's supernatural. So you have the ability to function even beyond what you have studied. So your delivery is not just a function of your certification. Your delivery is a function of an anointing of wisdom. Who am I speaking to this morning? You just deliver. Everybody in your office envies you. You say, oh, no, 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 that one. It's different. Anytime he opens his mouth, it's something different. The method is out of this world. And it's because he's anointed. Somebody shout, I am anointed. So wisdom and might are his. So it cannot be full of wisdom and be you be stuck. No, it's not right. To them that are called Christ, the power, and the wisdom. So the five things that the Lord highlighted on my spirit regarding the expression of the power stream. And I want you to write it down. Number one, speed. Speed. You know, there is an anointing to overtake. Hey, see, somebody doesn't need it here this morning. I said there is an anointing to what? Overtake. Somebody says, I overtake. It is a spirit of might. When it comes upon you, it gives you such capa capacity for speed. And bring 
people that you met in the field oh can i prophesy this morning they've had more experience they've done it they've they've handled more cases but you are getting more results somebody shout i overtake by the anointing when anointing rests on you it's no longer about your experience it's about a capacity for speed you begin to outrun the chariots of hell because the anointing is working it's no longer by the years of experience it's by the speed of the holy ghost first samuel chapter 30 verse 8 so there's an expression of the power the miraculous power of god giving you speed in life speed in your space he said, so David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue the trip? Shall I overtake? And God answered him, pursue, for you shall, oh, that's somebody's word today. Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So that anointing works in you, giving you uncommon speed to favor. There's an expression of the power that makes you likable. People just want to do business with you. It's like, you know, there's something about you. And strangers start smiling at you. You know, I, I think I'm going to sign this contract. Can, can I prophesy this morning? And you have not even done anything to impress. And say, you know, the moment you walked into the room, there was an horror about you. Do, do I know you from somewhere? Please don't say no we've met in the spirits so when they say do i know you from somewhere i said maybe <laughs> what am i talking to this morning somebody shall favor strangers we just take to you say you know what you know what you forget all the documents let's just sign the contract well, is somebody catching this come on come on because there's there's somebody there's something about your response there's an anointing of favor somebody shall favor, favor. strangers People that you've never met, we, we just take, take to you and say, okay, you know what? You know what? You don't even need to do A, B, C, D. I'll do it for you. Consider it done. I don't know why I'm doing it. You're going to get used to that phrase. I don't know why I'm doing this. We don't normally do it like this. This is not the normal pathway. Do you know the reason? Because you are anointed. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. So that anointing does not just bring speed, it brings favor. Favor. Psalms 44 verse 3. He said they did not get the possession of their land by their own sword. You know that was you will have sword, but you will not need it. Because something else will deliver for you. What sword cannot deliver, what your hand cannot deliver. The anointing of favor delivers. I prophesy over somebody in this season. The anointing of favor delivers for you everywhere. He said, your harm will not need to save you in this season. You will not need your harm because his right hand will be present. His harm will be present. The light of his countenance. Now, look at all the resources he makes available just because you are favored. Because you favored him. So, more than your sword, more than your, your, your harm, his right hand, his arm, the light of his countenance, everything will come to play just because you are favored. Jump up and shout, I'm favored. Come on, shout it seven times. Shout, I'm favored. Seven times. I'm favored. I said, I'm favored. I said, I'm favored. I said, I'm favored. I said, I'm favored. I am 
am favor. So if you have favor, stop, stop talking like, I don't even know what is wrong. No, nothing is wrong. Everything is right. Everything is working together for my good. Everything is lining up. Oh my God. Shout it again. I'm favor. So you wear the consciousness of his favor. I'm dressed with the favor of God. I expect doors to open for me. Unimaginable doors opening for me. Strangers and foreigners cooperating with me. People taking to me. <laughs> People interested in doing business with me. People sign contracts beyond my credentials. People are accepting to work with me. Not because I'm smart. Not because I'm gifted. But because I'm favored. Come on, tell at least three people around you, I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. I carry the favor of God. I said I carry the favor of God. You may be seated. This anointing is expressed in divine favor. The favor of God pushing you around. Pushing your files around. Still talking about power, it manifests in what I call unusual strength. And, what, and this strength is not a natural strength. It's something beyond the natural. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, is it not by power, not by might, but by spirit. And in verse 7, Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7, he said, who are this mountain? Who are you? Oh, great mountain. Fine. In the natural, it's supposed to be great. He said, you shall become a plane. You shall be bring forth. You sh he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace. Grace. Can you see? It's still an extension of grace. Because of the favor of God you carry, there will be, there will, there will be an unusual strength that will work on your behalf. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 says to be strengthened with might by spirit. So the spirit of God which is equal to the anointing of God brings strength. In this season you are strengthened with might. Mm, power. Strengthened. Somebody shout I'm strengthened. And because of that strength unusual results I experienced. Unusual strengths. Four. Still talking about the expression. Are you getting this? Still talking about the expression. You know, when God gave me this revelation, I just knew I had to translate it into a book. And by God's grace, that book will come out in the next one month. Four. Uncommon capacity. Capacity. Have you met somebody with a great capacity before? Shakata, that's you. Now ask your neighbor, say, have you met me? Do you really know me? Are you sure? Because I have unusual capacity. I have uncommon capacity. The spirit of God lives there. And by the virtue of the spirit that lives within me, I can do all things. I said I can do all things. Through Christ, that strengthens me. Uncommon capacity. Now, tell your neighbor, say, respect me. Wow. Just because you see me every Sunday, you know, just because you are sitting next to me, please don't commonize me. I have uncommon capacity. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Power. Your capacity is just huge. 
nothing intimidates you. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. There's this problem nobody can fix. It's because I've not arrived. Now I've arrived. There's a solution. Because I have uncommon capacity. Let no man scare you with a problem. I'm so sure those of you, I mean, when you were in school, some of you had friends like that in school. There's no equation they can't solve. There's no problem they can't solve. They know the equation. The, whole cla- the rest of the class miss it. They will get it right. That's you. Lift up your right hand and shout uncommon capacity. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. He said, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. I declare in this season, your word will marvel at your result. In other words, they saw their delivery and their certificates. It doesn't match. These men are supposed to be illiterate. They are uneducated, they are unexposed, they are untrained, and yet they were getting results. He said they realized they are being with Jesus. So there's an anointing factor that gives you an edge in life that people are like, what? Why is he getting this much result? He's one of those Jesus freak. He's been with Jesus. So you can't be with Jesus and get regular results. They've been with Jesus. In this season, I declare the word will point to you and say you've been with Jesus. You know, it's one thing for you to give your testimony. It's another thing for your result to testify. How many of you want your result to testify? Your, test, your result begin to announce you everywhere. Say, this is a Jesus freak. So, see the kind of results he's getting. He has been with Jesus. Last one on the power. Are you getting something this morning? This power dimension provides, or should I say give, an enlarges voice. All of a sudden, your voice is widened. Maybe you don't understand what that means. It means that you will no longer be ignored. All of a sudden, people will notice you. Because God is about to open up your voice, spread your voice, widen your voice. You know, in, in, in Luke chapter 3, verse 22, after Jesus had been immersed in the water, the Bible says the heaven opened. And there was a voice saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He was announced. I thought on it on Friday. You know, it's one thing to have a good PR. It's another thing for God to announce you. There's no better PR than God. When God announces you, the whole world will run after you. The Bible says, and his fame went abroad. I declare in the name of Jesus that your gift will be announced in this season. There's a power that announces you. All of a sudden, people say, oh, have you met that guy? The same thing you've been doing all this while that was not noticed. People will start noticing it. What's going on? What's going on? I've always been doing it. But there's a power to announce now. I declare you announced. Somebody shout, I'm announced. You know, your gift can die inside of you without a supernatural announcement. You'll be so gifted and yet nobody knows about it. 
But I declare in the name of Jesus in this season, as you as, as your voice gets raised and spread all over the place, you are announced everywhere. Amen. Okay, let's move to the wisdom. You love the power, you will love this better. Wisdom. The wisdom expression of the anointing. Auction for power and auction for wisdom. The first one. Wisdom manifests as strategy for solving difficult problems. You know, there's such a wisdom of God that gives you the ability to solve problems. I want to prophesy over somebody in this season, you will solve problems unusually. Somebody shout, I am anointed to solve problems. It's an anointing. The same problem that everybody says is so difficult. You just come on board and say, okay, okay. This is where you do it. You do, you do. I declare, by the, by the reason of your capacity to solve problems, you will become an innovator in this season. Yeah. Oh my God. You will solve problems in your fields. Yeah. Hmm. So when the anointing comes upon you, it's so that you can go to your workplace on Monday and display supernatural intelligence. You solve problem unusually and it's the wisdom of God. Genesis chapter 41 from verse 39. We see this at work in the life of Joseph. Joseph was a foreigner <laughs> kept in prison and yet the palace needed his capacity. Nobody in the land could help the king. The king had a dream. Nobody could interpret it. I declare in this season, you will have capacity to interpret dreams. He said, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God, can you imagine? This guy, he's an idolater. And now he's saying God, be God, not a small God. He said, in as much as God has shown you all this, there's no one as designing as and wise as you. Verse 40. He said, there's no one as designing and what? And wise as you. Move to verse 40, please. You shall be over my house. Can you see the result? He said, you'll be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your world. <laughs> Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said, to Joseph, see, I've set you over. I see a generation of, of believers rising so high because there will be a recognition of the supernatural intelligence translating in problem solving an unusual expression of the wisdom of God. I declare this is your season to express it. Somebody shout, I'm wise. It's a wisdom that is beyond books. is impacted by God. So I've set you over. And that's why in this season you will pray more than ever. And we're going to do that all week. You will pray. Somebody say pray. pray. It's not just, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm going out. Bless me. You will pray in the Spirit. What, 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 what is supernatural and advantage? He says, he that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men. Are you not tired of speaking to ordinary people? Begin to communicate on a higher level. 
It's time to increase your bad wits. He said, for no man understands him. How beat in the spirit. He speaks mysteries. Secrets. There are secrets in your space that you need to speak out in the place of prayer. Are you following me this morning? Supernatural intelligence. Two. He's talking about the expression of wisdom. Development of effective systems. There are systems that every space and every face require for effectiveness. And there is an expression of God's wisdom to develop such systems. I know some of you are stuck presently because the system you are using is no longer relevant. But there's a new system that the Spirit of God supplies. And you, as a believer, you have access to that system. You know, there was as powerful as Moses was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt. Do you know, he got stuck at a point. He took the wisdom of God through Jethro, his father-in-law, to help him. If not, he would have died before his time. All this, Moses lived to be 120 years. It would not have happened if not for that wisdom. It takes the wisdom of God to develop a system that works. Exodus chapter 18, verse 17 to 19. And everybody needs such systems. It's not every time it's power, power, power. There are times it's systems. Systems that will remove stress from your life. If you are stressed in whatever you are doing, it's because you don't have an effective system. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Now, systems get things done for you. Without you running all over the place. Just because you have the right system. I prophesy over somebody in that space, in your workspace, I declare you have the system to deliver effectively. Yeah. And Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you are doing is not good. And that applies to a lot of us. What you are doing is not good. Repent. Change your ways. Let God help you. Your system is not working. He said, both you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourself out. When there's stress all over your operation, it's because the system is wrong. He said, it will wear you out. It will wear your leadership out. Oh my God. For this thing is too much for you. You are not able to perform it by yourself. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel. And God will be with you. Can you see? I will give you counsel and God. So there's an, a dimension of the manifestation of God in the right counsel. I declare, anybody that needs this, you better get up right now. I declare where you are concerned in those, in those aspects and spaces and fears of your life. When they, where things, there's somebody you are speaking to right now. You are, you are doing a little bit of real estate and you have, you have run into challenges a few times in the last few months. But I declare in the name of Jesus that supernatural wisdom is at work to resolve things for you in the name of Jesus. You know, it's just about having the right system in place so that you will not be worn out, so that, so that people will not start resigning under your leadership because you have a wrong system. Lift up your two hands and shout, I have wisdom. I have wisdom. To develop effective systems that avoid stress and worn out. So when people are worn out, it's because the system is failing. But there's a system by God 
that keeps you alive for a long time without stress and there's results. Who has that system? Somebody shout, I have systems from God that works. If you believe that, can you give God a shout? You may be seated. What about this? There is a wisdom expression where raising an appropriate or winning team is concerned. You know, the reason why a lot of us are stuck is because what a team should be doing, you are doing. Do you know, it's not necessarily the best player that wins the trophy, but it's the best team. It's the best team. It's the best team. I prophesied before I left that Golden State is winning. Some of you did not believe me. Did we not win? It's not about Durant. A team is a team. When you have a winning team, you have a winning team. Even the, 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 one, the most consistent player in that playoff, as far as I'm concerned, is Andrew Wingis. The same player that for years was a flop. He was supposed to be the number one player when he was coming out, but he was flopping all over. It's because he had not found the right team. He came to the right team and bam, everything came together and they won. I speak over you in this season by the wisdom of God, I see you forming the right team. No, you didn't hear me. I say I see you forming the right team. It's not by... Is by having a right team. Just having the right people in the right position. You do this, you do this, you do this. And you know there's a wisdom of God for that. Some of you have been stressing yourself. What do I need to do? Maybe you need to spend more time in prayer. And download wisdom. I speak as a prophet of God in this season. You will download wisdom to, to develop the appropriate team you need to win in life in this season. So victory is not delivered by the greatest prayer. But victory is always by having the right combination of players. And that's what we call the great team. I declare you have a great team in this season. So there's a wisdom that helps you locate the player. You know, I mean, the best coaches are not necessarily the best players. But they know how to put players together. They know how to use players appropriately. They know who to put in the right position. And that's how you end up with a what? A winning team. I declare you have a winning team in this season. Yeah. There's some of you, you are running some small, small businesses. And the reason why they are still small is because you don't have the right team. Some of you, God might have to stretch you in this season. And say, okay, hire somebody. What you've been trying to do, you are not anointed to do it. But there's somebody who's anointed to do it. Bring him on your team. And that person will come and you realize the amount of money you will have to pay him will be nothing compared to the result. Am I prophesying over somebody? It's a very prophetic meeting. The right team. The right team. And there's a wisdom of God that helps you come together with what? The right team. Because that's how victory is delivered. It takes the right team. You know, as great as Daniel was, it was not just Daniel. There was a Shadrach, a Meshach, and Abednego. Do you know the solution he offered 
So Nebuchadnezzar was not just a product of his prayer life. Daniel chapter 1 verse 10. I mean Daniel chapter 2 verse 17. We're talking about a winning team. Daniel chapter 2. He said then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to his team. Ananiah, Messiah, and Azariah, his companion. May you have the right companion in this season. There was a problem to be solved and he knew he could not solve the problem alone. He needed a team. So he got the right people in his team. And they solved the problem together. Now, it was Daniel alone that went to the king. But it was his team that provided the solution. So there's a wisdom where developing the right team, a winning team is concerned. I'm rounding up now. What about this? Help in dealing with people. In order to obtain great results. Listen, people are the most difficult. <laughs> How do I put it? People are great, right? But at times we prefer machine. I'm not even know what I'm talking about. At least a machine will not argue with you. You think a title will solve the problem. You are the manager, they will make your life difficult. One of my sons, who's the CEO, came to see me in Nigeria. I flew from Liberia just to see me for one day, just last week. And he was telling me he's the head of his corporation in Liberia. And he said, those people have made my life difficult. He said, the people, they are just difficult. So I had to pray with him. Lord, give him wisdom. But you know, there's a wisdom in dealing with people. The most difficult person, you will just say the right word and it will melt. Get on your feet. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your chest and say, I have wisdom. I'm going to pray for managers, people that had need at least five people tonight. I mean, this morning. Say, I have wisdom to deal with people. Come on, you better shout and say, I have wisdom. If you are dealing with people, you know what I'm talking about. Say, I have wisdom to deal with people in order to obtain the best results out of them. Because you can be a great person and they will frustrate you. And at the end of the day, it's the, the failure will be your failure. As great as you are. But I declare by the wisdom of God, the most difficult person will give you the optimal result in this season. Yeah. By the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God to know how to deal with them. Even in parenting, it takes wisdom to deal with your children. The formula you apply for your firstborn, if you try for the lastborn, I'm not preparing to know what I'm talking about. He backfires, but it always works with Junior. Uh, this Junior is different. You have to study him, but it takes the wisdom of God to decode difficult people. And I say, okay, this is how to get the best out of this one. And I declare in this season, you have such wisdom. Somebody say, I am helped by the anointing to deal with people. To upgrade great results in this season. Can you rejoice if you believe that? And the last two things I'm going to say as we close is there is a wisdom to develop relevant packaging for your goods and services. Some of you, you have the best package, you have the best product, you have the best service, but your problem is your package. It takes wisdom to package it in a certain way that your world will embrace it. 
God has given some of you the best, the brightest idea. But your problem is you, have, you don't know how to package it. And because you don't know how to package it, your world is walking past it. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice this morning that from this hour, you have the best package for your great products. I know some of you, if you bring out your dream book, there are things you have written down. I can do this. This is the best way to do it. But your problem is the way you have packaged it. Or you don't even know how to what? Package it. But from today, I declare you have capacity to package. Somebody shout, I packaged by the wisdom of God. And the last one is ease of delivery. You just deliver results with ease. Okay. Just by knowing what to do. Put it there, put it there, put it there, put it there. All of a sudden, what was so difficult has been solved. Because there is an anointing of wisdom. Lift up your hands unto everybody. Lift up your hands and say after me, say, this is my season for the auction that, that delivers with power and wisdom. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.